Welcome in, everybody. It's what we do every Friday here on 710 ESPN Seattle. Time to get in the cage. It's brought to you by the Emerald Queen Casino, and uh, Bellator is making a huge, huge uh, splash on Showtime these days. And no bigger than this one coming up. Uh, Bellator MMA 257 is happening, and I get a chance to speak to two two of the fighters on this card. In fact, they're on the line together and uh, interesting connection that I think people are going to love learning about. I'm talking about the former champ, Julia Budd is with us as well as Lance Gibson Jr. Who I guess technically your stepson. Uh, do I have that accurate? Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, Lance, let's start with you because I think, you know, for, for most, you know, hardcore MMA fans, you know, Julia has been fighting for quite a while and, and a lot of people know who she is, but maybe people aren't quite as familiar with you. They know your dad, but maybe not you. You've got three fights under your belt. Uh, just for, for people that may not be familiar with your story, your connection to Julia, your father, give us a just a, a brief synopsis if you could. My name's Lance Gibson Jr. I was born in actually Seattle, Washington. I grew up in West Seattle, uh, went to high school in Federal Way, Washington, but since since the age of two, I was doing martial arts with my father. So my dad, UFC veteran, uh, mixed martial arts pioneer. He taught me martial arts from a very young age, and uh, I grew up in it. So by the time I became uh, a teen, like late teens, I decided that I was going to switch over to MMA, and I started my amateur career. And I built up an undefeated record, became a champion there, and then uh, decided to become a to switch over to a pro and. Uh, Along the ride, I've been in the corner of Julia throughout all of her fights uh, before Bellator MMA, and then now, obviously, throughout Bellator MMA and in her corner. So it's just been a, a long time coming now. This is my second fight in Bellator. My first one ended in a first-round TKO. Well, technically a uh, KO, so uh, I'm excited to go out on Friday night and uh, show what I can do. Well, I, I think a lot of local fans will be be interested to hear you're from here, you, West Seattle, which is where I live, by the way. So that's that's very cool. And I read a, I was reading, doing some research, and 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 read an interview with you where you were talking about when you were a little kid how your dad would sort of bribe you to train. How, tell that story. I thought it was really cool that you know he would he'd sort of offer a payoff if he trained twice a day, and you're kind of like well, twice. I'll do three times a day for that. Tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. When I was a kid, obviously, people think, like, whenever I say I started when I was two, it seems outrageous. But you see those young skateboarding kids that are flip, doing kickflips and all that stuff at age three. It's kind of a similar situation. I was just, I grew up around it, so I seen it, and I wanted to do it. But as, at that stage, your motor skills are developing, and your your brain's still developing. So I'm just watching everybody move, and I'm copying those things. But... When I became four and five, instead of being on the playground, my dad was like, okay, do you want to, if you train, you can go to the store up there and Chevron, you can get a Slurpee, you can get candy, you can get all this different <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, absolutely. Uh, there's no, <laughs> no question. So uh, it was a, it was a, a really good tactic, not necessarily, but it was a really good uh, method of, of keeping me in the martial arts and keeping so me liking it and enjoying it. <laughs> so, uh, Julia, how does Lance Gibson Sr. get you to train? Does he have to bribe you? <laughs> Not so much. I, I'm, I've, uh, martial arts, I started martial arts totally different than Lance Jr. I started when I was like 15, 16 years old. But um, it's been a passion of mine. Like, even before I was fighting, I do this for, I do this because I love it. 
and um, I love training. It's it's my lifestyle. So um, yeah, I love I love to train. So. I haven't needed to be bribed yet. <laughs> well, and, and tell me about, I mean, you know, for the sport, I mean, obviously this is an incredibly physical, violent sport. For the sport, you're considered an older fighter. I mean, in life, you're still, you, you've got more life in front of you than you've got behind you, certainly, and you're a young person. But for the sport, people start asking the question about how long do you want to do this? What's the, do you have an end date? Have you have you considered any of that, or are you just, are you just focused uh, tunnel vision no. on the moment? Yeah, I've got tunnel vision, and I just take it one fight at a time. I feel fantastic. Um, I feel like there's still a lot that I want to accomplish in this sport. So, um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't really think of it like that. But yeah, I've been in the sport for a long time. I've done. I did Muay Thai for years before I did um, MMA, and um, I feel like I'm getting better still. So, um, no, there's no end date in mind, but. Um, definitely, I take it one fight at a time, and and um, I'm fully focused on this fight on Friday night. You know what's interesting is I get a chance to talk to fighters that you know have been fighting for a long time. I just talked to Demetrius Johnson the other week, and and fighters that have been in the game for a while, and asking them what what is it you you can't do now that you could do when you were 27, and and they almost all say the same thing that I can do everything I could then. It's about the recovery. I feel it more. It takes me longer to recover. What about you? Just in terms of you compared yourself to a 27-year-old Julia Bud, what's the difference? I probably my recovery is probably better now because I'm just smarter. I train, you know. I think that as you as you grow in the sport, you learn, um, you know, you learn you learn more about yourself. And um, I'd, I'd say that there's not really. I'd say that I'm just a smarter fighter. I'm a smarter. I know, um, you know. Yeah, I'd say the recovery is definitely something that we take more seriously now. Maybe back in the day, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make sure that I was getting in my massages and recovery and everything. And, and um, I'd be, I'd be more in more pain then. Now, not so much. I, I take it more seriously. What is it like being on a card with Lance? I'm sure you've had to answer this question a lot, but I mean, considering this is a unique relationship, you're both, you know, you're married to his father, you're both trained by his father. Uh, so this is a unique situation with you both being on the same card a a is this something that you you dreamt about you really wanted to happen or and b now that it is happening is is it surreal do you feel it'll be distracting it'll be inspirational what's what's your feeling about it i think it'll be inspirational i'm really excited about it it's a dream come true um especially like at the way you know we're so blessed to be fighting in just during how the world is right now and in a pandemic um, it makes it made way more sense. We we kind of talked it over beforehand, but with the quarantine and everything, it just made way more sense to try to get us both on the same card and do this together because um, it's easier on our family. Like we would be in a two week quarantine, separated from one each other, one another, and then going back into it. And uh, yeah, it just makes more sense doing it this way. And, and we're excited about it. Lance, what's it like for you? Again, I read up on you last night. Read a couple things, and it sounded like. Uh, you know, maybe somebody had asked you about this in the past, and in, in initially you were a little hesitant. It, it felt like just in reading, like oh, I'm not sure about that. But now that it's here, sounded like something you, you're really sort of excited about. Yeah, I, I kind of joked because in another interview about basically having to eat my words because I said I would it would never happen. <laughs> 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 and, uh, I don't really, uh, I don't really like say things that I don't mean. But obviously, the world hit us crazy situation with, with COVID-19, obviously, and uh, circumstances changed, and we had to be a lot more flexible with uh, what we thought 
was the way to do it. So now it's like we were just a little more a little more pliable in the situation and, and now can go in there together and do it and we're just adapt have adapted to the whole scenario and training side by side. We always train side by side in general. So at the end of the day it just it works out for us. As far as your time, again, you've got three fights under your belt. You're undefeated, but it's been, what, a year and a half, I guess, at this point since you've been in the cage, October of 19. Um, yeah. Listen, some some fighters believe in ring rust, cage rust. Others, like uh, Dominic Cruz, people like that, are like, no, it's your state of mind. I don't buy it. I think it's probably unique to each individual. Everybody handles it differently. What, what are your thoughts on it? Do you, are you worried about that, or, or is that something you even believe in? No, I, it's funny because I always quote Dominic Cruz saying that because I I loved what he said in that interview saying that it doesn't exist, and he came back and did phenomenal. He probably did one of his best performances. But uh, at the end of the day, ring rust doesn't exist. It's a state of mind. So if I believe that I'm rusty, I'm going to be rusty. If I believe that – if I'm going into a 100-meter dash and I believe that I'm slow, I'm going to be slow. So it's all in a mental – it's a mental state of mind. So it's about – having one confidence in yourself and trusting your skills, but opening your mind and training so that you can perform when it comes fight day. Now, did your, you're both working with your, with your father in terms of training, how different was this? I mean, he's going to have to bounce from, you know, one person to the other, getting you ready for the same night, be in each of your corners, I would assume. So how different has that aspect of it been? Well, he, He's, he's having to work overtime with uh, holding pads for us. Uh, not to toot our own horns, but we both hit really hard. So he's saying, <laughs> like, man, you guys better better uh, make this count on, fr- on Friday night. <laughs> um, because his wrists and his, and his uh, forearms are, are, and his hands are sore. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's this is nothing new to him. So uh, it's we've had tons of uh, fighters uh, on the same card whether it was me and two other of my teammates, uh, but never just both of us. So it's nothing new. Uh, he's been around the game for so long. He's, he's got this, and we trust in him 100%. And we're, and we're excited about it. It's, you know, uh, we, at the end of the day, we're just so excited to be here and be doing this together. Um, I think that, the you know, I, I'm always looking for a new adventure and it just feels like this is, this was the perfect time for the two of us to get on a card together. So I, I'm excited Bellator was able to do that. Well, and, and Julia, you, you have been where Lance wants to be. I'm sure Lance eventually wants to have that title belt around his waist and you've, you've been there, you know what that feels like. And, and you may be a fight away. Should you win this fight? Maybe that rematch with, with Cyborg is there, but uh, is that something that you guys talk about in private about, you know, just, hey, this is what it was like, and this is everybody's gunning for you, and this is how things change for you as a fighter when you do have that belt around your waist? Do you guys have those sort of conversations? We, we have we, – he's watched everything. I think, I think that's one of the things. Like, he grew up in the gym, literally. I think he was cornering people at when – he went to fights down in Oregon with his dad and cornered somebody when he was five years old. So he's been kind of – I feel like he's a different – breed of athlete he's just he's been watching for so long and he's seen so he's seen so many champions come from our gym he's watched my entire road and he's ready this is his journey now so what his journey looks like might be completely different from mine but he's been able to take the lessons from all the people that he's watched and he's been kind of raised in in the martial arts so um 
he'll his journey I'm sure will be different, but at the same time he'll take little lessons that he's obviously watched along the way for me. Yeah, Lance, I would assume, you know, having your dad with his experience, you growing up, I mean, this has been your whole life, and then now watching Julia through her career do do what she d- has done to this point, I would feel like you've got a huge advantage over a lot of fighters because it's just be- been who you are since a little kid and been surrounded by it from every angle. Do you feel like you kind of walk in with a little advantage? Don't tell everybody my secret weapon. <laughs> <laughs> So a lot of people try to say that they they have uh, the experience. Like when you look on paper, there's a lot of experience when it comes to other fighters that I've fought, or my even my future opponents. That the record obviously shows, but my life shows. It's this has been a lifelong journey for me, and martial arts is a journey. It's not a race. So I I've experienced a lot in the sport, and I've seen a lot. And sometimes like I'm also the youngest, so. Uh, in my family so being the youngest you watch your older siblings throughout life so I've had that kind of uh, opportunity to be able to watch and learn the whole time and do so that's giving me an edge for sure absolutely over my opponents in the future and now and well, let's, yeah and, and before I let you guys go I know you guys have a lot of things in front of you to, to talk to other people here but give me let's, let's quickly before we let you get out of here talk about your opponent and I, I've read you know again in reading up on you just it seems like he's he's a guy that's not a household name that a lot of people are familiar with but you seem to know his game that he's a grappler that he's a guy that's going to try to take you to the ground and it sounds like you're you you feel pretty comfortable in reading wherever this fight goes whether it's standing whether it's on the ground whether it's up against the cage you feel like you've got the advantage and you're comfortable there yeah absolutely i've I've trained in mixed martial arts my whole life, not just one discipline. So uh, I've been able to adapt and advance my skills in every area. And uh, I feel prepared to do anything in the, in the cage when it comes at night. I train with guys double my weight. I train with guys heavier than me, bigger than me, smaller than me, faster than me. Uh, so I'm prepared for anything and everything in the, in the cage. And I plan to get a finish on Friday night. Okay, so you just answered my question. How do you see that fight ending? You, you, you think it's you think it's quick? You think it goes a round or two? How do you see that going? You know what? I try to keep my mind open on when the ending is going to happen. I, like, I don't try to make too many predictions, but I know that that with my skills and my abilities and my pressure and my, my intensity, I don't believe anybody can survive it. So it could end, it could end in the first, second, or third. It doesn't matter. But it's gonna. I, I believe I'm gonna finish the fight. And Julia, same same question for you. I mean, you you've been at this as we said for a while. You're looking to get back in there with a rematch against Cyborg. You won your last fight, I believe, which was in August of 2020. So you've been in there more recently. Uh, g- give me your thought on on Silva. How how do you see this fight ending? Another another opponent that I think presents some problems, but maybe to the casual fan, not nearly well known, not not as familiar. Well, every opponent, you know, you we study every opponent before we get in there. Um, and from what we've looked at, she's a pretty wild striker. She's also got ground skills. But I'm confident with my skills, and I know that I can go in there and finish and have an amazing performance on Friday night, and that's what I'm prepared to do. So um, whatever it takes, I'm ready, to, I'm ready to showcase why I'm the best at, at 145 and why I deserve to be um, – right up there and and yeah be number one 
And last one before I let you go, is it, is it hard not to look past? Because I know you get asked about Cyborg a lot, and I know you want that rematch, yet you have to focus on who's in front of you and what's immediately in front of you. But is is that focus hard at all, not to look at it and go, okay, if I get this one under my belt and I look good and no injuries and Cyborg wins her fight coming up, we're going to meet again. Is it hard not to go there? You know, I think that it's like it's it's easy for fighters to overlook their opponents when they're when they're kind of looking at that title shot or looking to that future. But um, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm focused on Friday night's fight. Um, I know that I know that any opponent can be dangerous. So um, you know, if I'm if I'm too focused on the cyborg fight or something happening or me getting a title shot, then I then I don't then I look past this opponent and and uh, I'm, I can make a mistake that's unnecessary. So. Um, I'm fully focused on Friday night, and from there, I want my performance to do the talking, and um, for them not to be able to deny me that shot. But well, first, I got work to do. Well, and we can't wait to see that work. Bellator 257 happening Friday night on Showtime. I know a lot of people out here, obviously, with the Seattle connection, are going to be very interested to see this. Julia Bud, Lance Gibson Jr. What a treat to talk to both of you. Really appreciate it. A lot of fun to talk to you. I'll be polling for you, and hopefully we get a chance to talk to each of you down the road. Absolutely. Definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you.